Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. I'm David, and this is Daniel. On I'm this Daniel, episode, hey. oh, shut up. On this episode, we have New York City-based visual artist and emerging poet. She uh, paints across all mediums, focusing on pastels and digital portraits. Currently working on a series called Things and Faces, a series focused on New York's streets. You can find her on Instagram at Raheel the Artist. Please welcome Raheel. Yay! Yay! What's going on? Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. And yeah, so I'm working on a new collection of art that's based on New York streets, both Brooklyn and Manhattan. Oh, wait, because you just released like a new, uh, I guess, art piece like this week, right? Yeah, um, that was actually the first one out of that collection. So it's not like a the most polished one yeah. but it is of New York's trash oh so. so is it kind of like an abstraction of like kind of like kind of like your personal interpretation of like New York City trash yeah exactly oh, okay. trash doesn't look this clean <laughs> no that's true yeah yeah, yeah definitely not yeah. yeah. So, so is so are like all the pieces going to be more like abstractions or more kind of like lifelike? Others more abstractions or like what's your mindset going into this series of uh, of uh, art pieces? Well, um, I actually wanted to take it really naturally, like start with abstractions and start to get more clear as I'm moving forward. Oh, okay. So it's going to be like it's not going to be very obvious what it is at first. But then, like, with a few more digital artworks, it's going to be a little more obvious. Oh, okay, cool, And it's not cool. just going to be, like, just trash in the streets. It's going to be, like, my interpretation that's not filtered. Mm-hmm. Like, what's, what is New York? What's, what, what does it feel like? Yeah, what, yeah, <laughs> like, what is New York, David? Um, I still don't know to this day. That's a good question. <laughs> trash that you, it, it, the way I think about it is, like, New York City is trash, but like it's my I'm trash. a hoarder <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so I just need to have it no literally like like uh, no 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 like like legitimately David is like a few steps away from becoming like a hoarder like if you would see our office right now <laughs> yeah and we just got a bigger one too and it's already like yeah it's already messy. like stuffed to the brim of just like yeah. Pokemon cards and like um, the work I got on the trend you know what I mean yeah so but, you just moved in right because I yeah, didn't see anything yeah 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 exactly <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're getting it's better that he does this than they you know drink like beer so you know Better this than you know drugs. So. Yeah, exactly. But Come speaking on. of uh, this, like this, like series of you know art pieces that you're making, being about your interpretation of New York City, like you just moved there, like what, like a yeah. month ago? It's around two months. Yeah. Two months ago. Yeah. Jesus so Christ. Why? How? And where did you come from? Are you from? still in the honeymoon phase? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. okay. That, that was, oh, that's oh. quick. Yeah, that's that quick. A, that was a few days. Oh, yeah. oh Jesus, yeah. a few days. Speaking, speaking like a true New Yorker. I guess it depends on the neighborhood you're staying at, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Well, um, I moved from Dubai. I've been living there for a couple of years. Um, I just moved. I've been thinking about moving before the pandemic, but it was not possible mm-hmm. when it started. So I had to wait. And then, yeah, it was a crazy time to move, but I think I made the right decision. hmm and actually, right, t- right now is actually a really interesting time to make a collection like this because every artist has done New York City and trash. But right <laughs> yeah. now, the trash looks a little different and yeah. everything is different. I mean, yeah. you see a lot of things in the street that you wouldn't have seen. Oh, like what? 
Um, well, obviously, like masks, oh, okay, gloves, yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that are related to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not supposed to be about the pandemic, but it's supposed to be different. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously a difference between the trash someone wants to paint right now mm-hmm. and, the, and the trash that was painted like before. Yeah. The evolution of trash, yeah. as one might <laughs> the say. The evolution of trash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, you were uh, you were actually talking to us before we we hopped on that uh, you just got a a scholarship. Yeah. Right. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, it's a scholarship that uh, I applied for my university. So I'm an English major, and this is supposed to be focused on poetry. So it's uh, something like a summer project. It's like grant actually that. I'm writing poetry, and that's going to be what I'm going to be doing for the summer as, like, similar to a summer course mm-hmm. for my school, yeah. Damn, I, I, I wish I got paid to go to school. Well, I guess that's what a scholarship is generally, right? You could go to school in the summer and they'll pay you, I guess. Yeah, I want to do something like that. Yeah, that sounds, like, fun. Because, <laughs> Going like, to school in the summer sounds fun to you? If, if I'm getting paid, yeah, sure. How, right much, how much are you getting, or would you get paid? <laughs> I actually did something like that last year where, where I took like this like course and I got paid like 700 I think damn yeah that's good none of that money saw you I maybe think maybe I would have stayed in school yeah huh maybe I would have stayed in school exactly no no like it was something anybody can apply to and, and, and like you could do it this year as well as long as you're like a New York City resident but anyway so like let's talk about how you developed into an artist in the first place but also like I, I don't even know like what the theme of the thing is though yeah I was gonna Oh yeah, let's talk about. Oh yeah, oh oh, yeah. Sorry, the uh, poetry. Jumping the gun, jumping the shark, jumping the gun shark. Yeah, but like continue. It's actually related to that art collection I'm making. Trash. Yeah. Um, So it's trash, is what you're saying, David? Then that's pretty harsh. (laughs) Haven't even read it yet. Um, Yeah, the project's name is actually Trash and Naked Faces. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, and um, it's like related, but not exactly. They're correlated, so it's not directly related to the art collection. But obviously, I'm drawing from the same sources of inspiration. Mm -hmm. So they're both based in New York City. They're both, like, based on the truth of what's going on after the pandemic as the city emerges from COVID-19 virus and everything. But at the same time, it's, um, I mean, it's a lot of the same themes, but in a new form. Mm-hmm. So I'm really focusing on form, meter, and stuff like that to try to make it sound different. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? Uh, generally, because I, cause I do music, but meter in poetry and meter and music is a bit different, but ov- overlapping. What does that mean? I, I, just, I generally don't know. I'm asking. I don't like just like the rhythm, the pacing of like things yeah. where, oh. where like okay. syllables or like placed mm-hmm. and the uh, certain you know uh, delivery basically the delivery through rhythm of the poetry David mm-hmm. yeah did you not take miss did you not take 10th grade English we went we went like all through that back in I wasn't the best kid in 10th grade he, yeah no you were he was the guy that uh, uh, stuck you in. don't gotta always say it to everybody I think what I do I did. no you it, don't no you don't you don't no, have to that, say my business oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. but <laughs> anyway yeah so like um, so let's just like go back a few paces and talk about um, when did you start 
getting involved in kind of like the arts and what was the moment for you when you decided, yeah, I want to do art as a profession? Right. I mean, almost every artist has that story that they were a toddler, so I'm not going to tell that one, mm -hmm. even though I do have that one. But um, So my mom was really interested in visual art always, but she never really did it herself. But she, she always... Collected. Sorry? She collected it or what? Yeah, she was like a collector of art. Mm -hmm. She always went to museums. She was always obsessed with visual art, mm -hmm. especially oil paintings. But um, I didn't take that path, even though I did visual art. But uh, she was really the one that influenced me. So I started at a really young age, like since I was like 11. I started uh, learning. I was self-taught at first. I went to classes, but I quit. But I could say that with the mediums like watercolors and pastels, I am self-taught, because I've never learned that anywhere, really. But um, I'd say that the real moment that I understood that I wanted to be an artist and I want to like continue, even though it has so many difficulties, was that there's so much you can do. There's like no limit when it comes to creating something, especially art, because you can create so many pictures with it. You can like create so many emotions. And there's so many ways that people could just think about it or look at it. And I like that. I like hearing what people think about a specific artwork, even if it's not mine. Mm -hmm. But just going to a museum and listening what other people think, that's, that's interesting. That there's always a conversation mm -hmm. when there's a painting. Yeah. yeah. So, what conversations do do like do like you want to make with your like art pieces? Like, is there like a unifying goal or theme you have towards a certain end with your like art, or like yeah, what is what is like like do you like even have like a certain mission with your like art? Yeah, I think that the main thing that I want to do with my work with my work is that um, I want people to look at things differently. Like, um, Henry Matisse, he was a phobist, and he was the one, like... A phobist? A phobist. What's that? that? It's an art form that came after Impressionism uh -huh. that was, like, so revolutionary because they did not do what the um, famous impre Impressionists were doing, like uh, Monet. They were, like, intermuted colors and, like, so many things that were, like, taken in a moment. But the Fovis, they, they were, that is a French word which translates to wild beasts. That's okay. why they call them that, because they were like so revolutionary and it was like so controversial for them to do that. They used vibrant colors. But I really like that movement because I think that it made people realize that, yeah, you can see a tree that seems like it's blue. Trees are not blue, but they can be seen blue in mm -hmm. specific angle or lighting and just like how purple can some no just like how blue can sometimes be seen as purple yeah, and vice exactly. versa right david mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm just getting on his nerves about oh uh, it's, it's like, exactly <laughs> but yeah okay no i definitely get it so there yeah. is just like i mean because i guess that's the thing with art and music and whatnot there's always uh there's always it's always well not like uh, how can I say? There's always kind of like a reaction to what was established previously. Yeah. So, so, oh yeah, so to continue, so with your music, like is your music sort of like reactionary to kind of like the, to like the current? Yeah, your oh music. no, oh God, Jesus. Yeah. It's your what art. What kind of or music do mission, you make? It's the mission of your uh, art at this point in your life kind of sort of be like Musical. counter to kind of like the sort of established music. Um, 
arts world or like yeah please elaborate more on, on that your music. sorry for it actually no <laughs> Dude, shut up oh you don't like it when I get on your nerves right I but don't. you can get on my nerves and I think you're clipping the mic so you might want to tone it down there buddy oh you're right thank you very much continue <laughs> um, I think that no not really because mm-hmm. I'm really moving in different directions so it's like at the same time I'm exploring impressionism at the same time I'm trying to understand what fauvism is. What I'm trying to do is explore what can be done with the medium. Like, uh, I don't know how how vivid I could explain this, but for example, there is a specific way that people paint with, for example, watercolors or with pastels. But what I'm trying to do is change that. Like, I want to paint with it differently. I don't want to paint with it the way that everyone is taught to paint with it. Mm-hmm. And that creates a different image. And when you show it to someone, they might think that, yeah, you're trying to like react to a specific movement. And that's, I appreciate that as well. It's not like I don't want that, but that's not like my main goal. It's, just, it's the same in poetry that uh, they usually say that um, if you want to be a good poet, it's not because you have something to say, it's because you want to do something with language. Mm-hmm. So language is like the art medium here. Mm-hmm. Or the art medium is like language, mm-hmm. so you can like do something with it differently. So, in I guess layman's terms, um, no. So you're saying that like <laughs> a certain, <laughs> you're saying that like motives or not not even motives, but I guess uh, uh, what's it called? Agenda shouldn't supersede art in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and. Also, the medium is the message as well, if you get yeah. what that means. Yeah, the medium yeah. and uh, maybe sometimes I, I see this happen at museums, especially when I go with other artists. They look at a specific painting or something or a sculpture and they keep thinking how someone did that. Mm-hmm. Like, how could they do this? Um, I went to a museum one time with uh, one of my friends who's an artist and he was looking at the it was a huge oil and resin painting mm-hmm. that was done. Like resin is very weird. It looks it looks like glass sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they actually drilled into the painting, and there was like circles. There were layers of colors. And my friend was like, "How did they even do this?" So they used something differently in the process of making that painting. Mm-hmm. That, that was what was keeping us so long at that painting, thinking, mm-hmm. how was this painted? Yeah. And then we were like, yeah, and it, it looks like this, it looks like that, the colors are like that. I think that's, that's really interesting right now. Yeah. That's something people were like, they, it's something that you could start work, working on, like messing up a little bit of yeah. the mediums, but it'll actually turn into something good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see, yeah, because I feel like um, maybe it is just a creative sort of thing, but getting caught up in the gear, the, uh, um, yeah, I guess in the gear and everything surrounding uh, creating that you start to miss out or just you start to lose focus on just making in the first place regardless of the uh, tools that uh, that you have. That's not to say, because, you know... To like to like to like make something decent, like you do need a certain standard of you know tools and yeah. opportunities but what and is just. Decent, even? 
decent, just like decent. Decent is whatever decent means to you, David. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be constructive here. Thank you very much. Well, that's the thing. It's like art, right? Yeah. What is it? Anyway, so that's the thing, right? <laughs> no, but that's like a general thing because in, in, in like the music world, yeah, especially like guitarists, like guitarists are kind of like the uh, laughing stock of the uh, music community generally because, you know, we have like all these options and like rather than practicing, we just get caught up in, yeah, exactly, basically, yeah, so like lately I've just been really or I think I'm, I'm already in a position where I've learned to kind of like not really care about all the latest gadgets all the latest things going out but to focus more on technique and focus more on how I can better the way the way I make music instead of trying to chase somebody else yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly true yeah I mean I guess now would be kind of a good time to kind of like take or like make like a slideshow of like a couple of like your pieces for, for these people that that will be watching the podcast on like YouTube so are there any pieces of yours that you're like really proud of and really want to show off um, yeah there's one that's my most recent one it's called Earthquake it's very different it's a digital art piece. It's uh, done with... Um, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I, yeah. I did it like, with my iPad. Do you know what it reminds me of? What? Dragon, like, like you've watched Dragon Ball Z, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> so do you know the movie with, like, with like what's his face? Janemba? Yeah, the devil-looking guy. Did you ever watch uh, it? No. No, really, because like oh, the so background good. pastel colors reminds me. Yeah, because it was like, I think it was like, was it was like Goku and Vegeta fighting him in like his version of hell but it was like super colorful and like super pastel and stuff like that right. so kind of like the background elements of that art piece remind me of of like that whole like fight scene it's so interesting yeah yeah, yeah. it looks really yeah 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 yeah, we'll show you after, but like, yeah, cool. you get what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like super freaky, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like another dimension. Like I, exactly, and, oh. and that was the point of that. Yeah, it was like his, like his, like his own hell dimension, but yeah, it's like really cool. I really like it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so besides you so that, what else would you want to show? Um, I have a few portraits that I like, but one that I'm, I want to kind of move away from the traditional pastel portraits. So there's one. There's a Barbie. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, it's a digital one. This one is also a digital one, but this is like the first digital portrait that I did. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the one thing that I, there's a lot of interesting things about it, but I did this on an airplane. Oh. Yeah, when I was moving here. So oh, okay. it was like a 14 hour flight and I was like, I could not sleep. So I, I thought maybe I'd do this. Yeah. Yeah. And does like everybody from Dubai get, get like a first class or like business no. class seat? No, <laughs> you have to pay for that. Oh, okay, yeah. so, um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were saying sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that one's one of my currently one of my favorites because um, when I was painting that one, one thing that you were saying about technique. Well, my my own technique is that I don't really keep my hand on the canvas or the paper that I'm painting on or drawing on. So I like. Do it in strokes. And I did the same thing with this one. Even though it's a digital art piece, I did that same technique there. Mm -hmm. So it, it, even though it does look a lot different, and there's like transparency, even though there are like a lot of layers of colors on the Barbie portrait, there's still something different. Yeah. Yeah, because it's digital. 
Oh, it's very okay. different. Yeah, got it. Nice. Yeah. So just those two pieces or oh, a third well, one just, just like round things off? Yeah, there's a lot. There's, um, there's a portrait of an artist that I did. His name is Andrew. And that that's a traditional pastel mm-hmm. portrait. The goatee. I yeah, see. the goatee. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I really like using unusual colors, even mm-hmm. though like they might not seem like they should be there, but I do see them. So exactly what Henry Matisse would do, he would like paint blue trees, and well, that really enraged the impressionists, but. Mm-hmm. It's not so strange when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC. Uh, we left off at just looking at some of Raheel's um, uh, artworks or, like, some of, like, her favorite artworks. And, like, you were saying that, They got like, some water. You, like, you didn't have to do that. You know that, right? <laughs> But yeah, it's just like, like messing up your flow. Sometimes. <laughs> it's just funny to me. But let's talk some about about how like portraits and stuff like that. Because maybe you know we as like a society have been kind of like desensitized to just like portraits in general being like being like impressive like portraits and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, tell us like why do you like portraits so much? Like, what's the appeal of like portraits for you? Why don't I just take a picture? Well, um, you could mess with the person's face. True. I mean, you could do that on Photoshop too. Yeah. Not to put you like on the hot seat, but like, yeah, but like. But this is different. This yeah. is like. How is it different? Explain to us. Um, well, first, I never did portraits like until a year ago. I did landscapes and that kind of stuff. Mm. But um, I like the people that come for portraits. They're interesting people. And you get to know them, you get to like sit down and talk with them, even though they're not supposed to move a lot. But still, it's. Um, when someone like commissions a landscape, they just show you a picture and they want it exactly the same. That's boring. So yes. why don't I just take a picture? <laughs> I know. It's different, David. <laughs> no, I agree with you on this one. But um, I just feel like with portraits, people want it to look a little different. They're like expecting something that does look like them. It is them, but it's a little. It's a little special because it's a little personalized. It's what I see them as. It's not exactly as them. Yeah, that that does make sense because with with a picture, like, I mean, nine times out of ten, like, you're just, like, like you're taking what what you can see kind of, like, objectively or what the camera sees as, as like, objectively as possible. But I never thought about it that way because I always did see portraits because I guess portraits started out as, like, photography. Exactly. You know, with, like, you know, royalty and stuff like that. But I guess over time, you know, cameras developed. So Mm -hmm. that, like, essential... uh, point of it kind of like went away and I guess yeah. I knew have you ever got a portrait of, done of yourself um yeah I've, I've, what does it feel like after it, it happens it feels very weird because how so you you get a little self conscious uh-huh. about how you look right because you, you don't know what you're going to expect, but what you see is always something different than what you think of yourself <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh that's true right? so you don't but, feel regal like a like a royal would Back. Yeah, <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what I mean. No, not like that. But it's 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 special because you're you're actually sitting there, and I've done it both live and pictures. Mm-hmm. But when it's live, it's a lot more interesting mm. because you have to like adjust with the person's movements. It's it's impossible for someone not to move. They're breathing. They're like 
blinking, it's impossible for them not to move. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you want to create something that's not so like Picasso, mm -hmm. because that's not what I'm going for. But um, one thing that we did talk about was that I put colors in there that aren't like exactly there. Mm -hmm. That's that's why I'm doing it because I can mess around with the colors a little bit, mm -hmm. and it'll still be that person. It's right. not going to change their face or anything but it's a different expression yeah yeah oh, okay i see i understand have you ever done kind of like a self-portrait yeah i have uh, how is that how is that because i feel like you will want to like lie about yourself kind of like yeah. embellish some features they don't like about yourself exactly. it's just like natural human like human nature yeah basically photoshopping in real time yeah i mean i wasn't happy with it the first few times but that's how i developed my style mm -hmm. because uh that's exactly what i did i tried to like make it look different because I wanted to like the self-portrait. You want you don't want to put a self-portrait out there that's awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then people be like, True. look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how I like I changed my self-portraits a little bit. I went for bigger eyes, mm -hmm. wider eyes, mm -hmm. like smaller uh, bone structures in specific areas and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's how you actually learn because you you learn about what you want to see in visual art. And you try to do that a little more. Mm -hmm. Like you use the colors you like, you use the technique that you think works. And every painting teaches you something new. Yeah. So it's not like you can learn something after doing that many portraits. Yeah. You have to like, it's every drawing yeah. or painting is a different story. And eventually you just, you just end up drawing anime girls. Because that <laughs> is the eventuality of, of you know, all, of, of, uh, all arts. Yeah. No matter the medium, no matter the process, yeah. no matter the artist, everything will end with uh, anime girls. <laughs> but speaking of which, as we were talking about kind of uh, kind of how like a uh, piece of your like how like a element of like you know your your art was like similar to this like background art from like this like Dragon Ball Z movie, mm -hmm. like. Uh, what do you think about kind of like pop art and anime or video games like like the relationship between art or like pop like pop culture art through the medium of video games and anime and stuff like that and with like traditional art and more like 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 those two worlds like how do you process those two worlds yeah was Warhol a piece of shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think it's actually, uh, I like that it's coming more into the art world, not just in its own world. I think that um, one thing that I like about it is that everyone can learn how to do it. Like, there's so many new artists that are painting in that style, but it's so good that even, like, I, when I think about it, I'm like, I can never do that. But it's just so because it has a specific style so it's easy to jump into mm -hmm. it's not easy but it's possible mm -hmm. and I actually like pop art a lot because um, I think I like a little bit commercializing art mm -hmm. it's not that bad I mean people think it's such a bad thing but I don't think it's I that need bad. the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um, speaking of uh, I really adore Andy Warhol mm -hmm. so he's been one of the most biggest in influential people with uh, the pop art that the, the art that I'm making right now that mm -hmm. kind of resembles that kind of video game aesthetic mm -hmm. and it definitely does uh, influence my work because I do like playing video games a little bit mm -hmm. and I like watching it 
I like watching other people play. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's like a universe you can control. So mm-hmm. it's easy. Like it's it's just impossible not to like it. Yeah. How do you think you'd be able to combine like your like visual art with like VR? VR that would be interesting. You'd have to have so much in your mind planned out because it's moving. You're moving yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be really interesting. Yeah. That's your next venture. I'll take 20%. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, uh, I forgot what what I wanted to say. But um, I was going to say, yeah, because, like, because I've heard in the past that, you know, um, the reason why, like, you know, art teachers, art professors don't, like, generally like people, I guess, like, starting out, you know, trying to, like, do the anime style is because, like, they try to forego kind of, like, the fundamentals of just, like, drawing yeah. human, anatomy, human anatomy and stuff like that, which is obviously bad, like, you know, even, like, yeah. you can't, like, get anywhere really successfully without, like, the fundamentals and stuff like that. But, like, do you think that sort of, like, discrimination or like bias against kind of like um, pop art or you know more like anime styles and stuff like that is kind of like going away from like the traditional art world or is it just like I think it's good that it's going away from the traditional world because that's how I learned yeah I mean I had the option to start with the fundamentals but I went backwards like I started with some I actually started with Exactly that. I tried copying like anime when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and then I realized, oh, I don't know how to do anatomy. I don't mm-hmm. know how to draw a body or something. Yeah. And then, like, I think that's actually how you learn, but have a style at the same time. So learning backwards. Yeah, you mean? that works. Interesting. That really works. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because huh. looking back now, I would rather have like been taught the fundamentals of the music and stuff like that, and, and you know work my way up. Because I'm definitely backtracking like on a bunch of things when it comes to music and stuff like that that I wish I had like really gotten down the first time around. But I guess it it, it depends on a person. You've already been able to kind of like be as successful as you are based on like your own style. So yeah, I guess it's like really dependent on you know the person. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, I guess to like end this off, like, what are some like uh, some uh, some pieces of advice that you know you would want to give to you know uh, a- aspiring artists that are similar to you that kind of like in between being fully commercialized pop art, but also still trying to work, trying to game the traditional pop. Uh, um, no, the traditional art world? Um, I would say that, first of all, if if you're creating something, create it for what you want it to be, mm. not for anything else, not for, like, money or, I don't know, if you want to, like, make your portfolio look cool or just say that I know how to do anatomy, I know how to do anime. No, mm. don't do that. But create something because you want it to be like a special piece Mm -hmm. I mean every painting or artwork that you're creating you should think of it as like the best one in your portfolio Mm -hmm. that's a way to start and always remember that every painting is like a book Mm -hmm. you learn something from everyone Mm -hmm. and that's how you move forward and never stop just never stop don't stop with painting because if you stop then it's impossible to get back quickly yeah yeah Nice, great cool. piece of advice. Awesome. Very succinct, succinct, zucchini. Yes, very zucchini of you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
Sorry about the, the zucchini situation. <laughs> Sorry about my brain aneurysm during a hint. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, thank you so much for you know coming on and thank like you for yeah me. yeah of course it's been, it's been great talking with you and kind of like it's always interesting talking to artists because they even feel like more than musicians they're like they're like varied and they're more like you know everybody has are musicians not artists Daniel. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> no, it's, it's just it's always, always interesting talking to people within the visual medium of art. Is, 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 that, is that how you want me to say it, David? Huh? Is yes. that better? Okay. Because, like, because musicians are artists too, Daniel. Yeah, yeah whatever. Um, because it's, always, <laughs> it's just like interesting. <laughs> everybody has their own philosophy. I feel even more than like, you know, musicians sometimes and everybody... You know, you feel like what they're they're like visual arts are more intentional with like their art. Not even that, but like once once they kind of like it seems like they're like it's it's like it's like easier for them to find themselves to find what to find their niche, find what they're good at, and just to like go at it, monetize it, stuff like that. At least to me, being a musician, because. Uh, there's always so many genres and stuff like that. And like everybody trying to, you know, get on the same Spotify playlist. You know, it's it could be almost like crabs in a bucket sort of thing. Mm. I feel like at times, but I feel like with you know the art world, with the visual art world, there's a bit more freedom and there's a bit more, even like a certain higher specialized degree of individuality. I don't yeah. know, but like just. Sure. I think Just you're the musings of a dumbass. I think you're saying words, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm saying words, too. I like saying words. You don't like saying words? Nah, it's not my favorite thing. All right, then let's stop saying words right about now. <laughs>